As we mentioned with Andrew a moment ago, A2 Milk have cancelled this exclusive manufacturing supply agreement with infant formula maker Sinlay. A2 argues Sinlay is falling behind on delivery standards. Could we start to see more of this? Adjunct professor at Lincoln University, Dr Jacqueline Roweth, is with us. Good morning to you. Good morning. Is there anything unique or different about this from any other contract? In other words, you and I have an agreement. I don't think you're living up to it, so I've cancelled. Is that in a nutshell? No, that's absolutely in a nutshell. The laws of supply and demand are playing a factor here as well. So so where does this go? Because, of course, one party's not particularly happy. I mean, both parties aren't happy, but one's cancelled, one hasn't. <laughs> yes, and the share prices decreased for Sinlay. Mind you, it has for A2 as well. So it, they'll try and argue it out. And the fundamental thing is that A2 has choices now because there is greater supply and there may well be less demand, whereas Sinlay thought they had a deal. So it is pretty distressing for them. Exactly. So who's the bigger loser here if it plays out, as we understand this morning, the deal's off? Sinlay. Okay. And so what do they do by way of replacement for product? Uh, they'll Well, they've got the product. They need to find somebody who will buy it. Mm. And the challenge in a market that's falling and increasing people feeling stressed is that they might think that the premium that A2 is, has been gaming uh, isn't worth it. So how, I expect there'll be a whole lot of marketing and uh, more research. How much of this is about China and the oh, problems lot. of yeah. China? Yes, a lot. And so do we think that China will recover? Yes, it will. Everybody recovers after time, or each country. But the question is, for all our sectors, how long will it take? Yeah. What do you reckon? Um, another 18 months. But I have no crystal ball that you don't have. No. And there are signs that in some areas uh, things are picking up, and some of those areas are connected with health products. And if it is connected with health products, then AT will be back there trying to show its research. Because that, that fundamental is, is not going to go away, isn't it? This idea that somehow some of these products have got a magic to them, health-wise, is mm. still going to be in people's minds, isn't it, when they go to purchase, if they can afford to purchase or want to purchase? Yes, it will. They will. But the question is, how much does it cost and how strong is the research? Yeah. And that is all of us in the primary sector are trying to show that some things, like grass-fed, rather than grain-fed, do have benefits. And the easiest thing to do is to show that it's delicious <laughs> and then follow on from there. And the delicious in terms of grass-fed, and grass-fed does apply to A2 milk as well, of course, yeah. is the fatty acids and the omega-3s and all of those sorts of things. It's very small, but nevertheless, when people are looking for a delicious healthy product, yeah. they should be going for our grass-fed meat and milk. In a nutshell, how much of it's hype and how much of it's real? I mean, we buy a lot of stuff thinking we, it makes us feel good. It may or may not. Yes, an awful lot of it is making um, a feeling better. A lot of marketing around A2 milk, and you'll have seen Fonterra say many people say they feel better, rather than we can't prove it because it's all sort of self-reported research. There is some interesting stuff with babies, but it's pretty um, slim evidence at the moment but yes we buy stuff because it makes us feel better and that in itself is a positive placebo effect yeah. the reality of showing a health benefit it's quite difficult to do with people because you know ethics and all of those sorts of things and you can't torture people well you can't torture anything and you shouldn't but the the research is very difficult to do unless there's a blood indicator or a physiological indicator of some sort, and mostly with food, there isn't. Yeah. While I've got you, Fonterra, big profit coming this Thursday. 
Um, mm. is, is there an irony in this for people in the city who mm-hmm. don't quite understand what's going on? So the farm gate price is down and the farmers are screaming. In the meantime, Fondue mm. is making a fortune and there may, may, some of it may or may not get paid out in dividend. Well, we're hoping it will get paid out in dividend because they, the fact is, as you've commented, farmers are screaming and we're a cooperative and all of us, if it's a cooperative, that means we have shares, farmers have shares in that cooperative. The profitability of the cooperative as a whole should be looked at. And I don't think that a processor should be claiming record profits if all its farmer shareholders are bleeding. Yeah, good point, Jacqueline. Always enjoy having you on the programme. Appreciate it very much. Jacqueline Roweth, who's the adjunct professor at Lincoln University, 18 minutes away from SIP. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.